just been under a van all day. Welcome, I'm Steve. And if I had told Elmo how it was going, I think I'd have sent him over the fucking edge. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the licensed lum swooper. Uh, Well, Al, seeing as uh, with that as an introduction, how are things with you? What have you been up to? Great. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I've I love got, the fact um, that made the news as well. That too like, right. That's that's fucking news. I know. But what I love is the fact that everyone's acting surprised. Like, oh, people are having a terrible time. I never realized. But it, yeah, yeah, Elmo, 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 Elmo did, you, did you not see Elmo's Twitter account? Elmo no. just said like. Uh, just an innocent but question. Like, like, how's it going? How's everyone, yeah, how's everyone going, guys? To all his followers. And he was just met with like a torrent of like, to be honest, Elmo, it's fucking depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just and every answer was just like, oh, everyone's just at their fucking limit. I'm at my limit, Elmo. <laughs> yeah. Like, just fucking... He, he like, didn't know how to take it. He was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to the point where like the official Sesame Street um account sent out a load of links to like mental health things and like but the thing is, is even like big companies were getting in on it. I think even fucking um uh the official uh president of the United States account replied to it being like, Oh, it's been it's been better, or like there's there's better days ahead, or something like that. It was fucking yeah <laughs> all right i know what i'm looking at after this yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's both hilarious and very very depressing to mm. read all that um but yeah uh al what what have you been up to so um i basically head gasket blew in my car yeah which one uh the vitara ah. which, uh, which one <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my work car annoyingly okay. um so it was just a case of doing that in the rain and the cold and the dark at nighttime when I'm not at work. Um, and I've got basically a week left to finish the camper van. Um, as the client just basically said, oh, yeah, it'd be nice to have it done for half term. I was like, when's half term? Uh, the 11th of February. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Fuck. And, and how how many weeks of work have you got left to, to do on uh, it? I think I might have to park a few things. So things like designing the graphics and printing the vinyl and all that yeah shit. i think i'll just park that um and i had i had a load so i had it all laid out i had it all scheduled i had like how long it would take to do this blah 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 yeah um and things like putting new wheels on and stuff it's like that doesn't need to be done yeah but basically all the all the um internals all the internals all the plumbing all the electrics it's all wired up everything's done i've just put the diesel heater in today um all that's left to do main job is the upholstery. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad then. Um, also, sorry, completely unrelated, but I've just seen your shirt and I wholeheartedly approve. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Nice. I, I like it. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like the internals and the functional stuff that you've got to get done and all the nice to haves can kind of wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like i've ordered a, a custom size mattress to fit the exact dimensions of the space but yeah. it's like that can be dropped in any time yeah um but yeah it's everything everything working moving closing like oh the table folds down when the bed comes out i need somewhere to put the table 
Do yeah. I need to build like loads of racks and like hidden storage things and stuff like that? So every one job I finish, I find two jobs that need doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Doing something for the first time and obviously not having the um the exact kind of experience yeah to do it you know yeah i was gonna say like not having the foresight but i suppose it's not foresight it's the experience of what actually comes yeah because like foresight is all well and good like i've I've planned this job out you know i I wrote down everything i need to do i mapped out the electricity board and the plumbing board and what you know and and measured the space and drew schematics and did it all yeah that's all well and good until you actually come to do it it's like oh fuck it can't go there yeah (laughs) I forgot there's a wheel there. Yeah, oh no, literally that's today. I was like, all right, I've got to drill a five inch hole in the bottom of the van for all the diesel exhaust to come out of. It's like, find a five inch space on the bottom of a modern vehicle that yeah. isn't covered in wires, wires or pipes or brake lines or fuel lines or. Yeah, fuck that. You know, the, the closest thing I was I was to in the end was a relief suspension. I yeah. was like, you better hope the van doesn't bottom out because then it's going to hit the yeah <laughs> hit the exhaust. I was like, oh shit! You're allowed in the van, just don't yeah. eat anything whilst just you're don't in there. Fill the van with like two tons of really heavy furniture and uh... yeah, <laughs> okay, and an entire <laughs> family. Mm. But, uh... Yeah, nice. What do you do. There's no rules to this thing. Yeah. This is just everybody does it their own way. There's a million different ways to do it. There's no license accreditation for fucking building a camper van it's just right. some people have done it before yeah and then claim to be professional coach builders it's like well yeah. you know <laughs> like I, I don't know what the the volkswagen uh california camper vans like they, they i think volkswagen actually make them mm. and they're yeah. like 90 grand or whatever yeah um, but no no other car manufacturers make camper vans it's just and someone else does it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and third party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I am the third party. I'm the I'm part, party of five. No, that's something else. That TV show mm. with <laughs> oh fuck. I want to say Neve Campbell. Yeah, it was some like someone that actually ended up being famous. and the little girl from Lost in Space. Really? Yeah. What the one? The, she was in... like the sensible one in Party of Five. The Lost in Space that had Matt LeBlanc on it in it forward slash Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was in Lost in Space? <laughs> yeah, he was playing the exact same character from um, Fifth Element. <laughs> oh my God, it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. Um, I, I saw it in the cinema. I enjoyed it. I, thought I think LeBlanc, I saw it in the cinema. I thought Matt LeBlanc was massively underutilised yeah. as just being Joey, because I think he could have been lots of things in lots of different things, but he yeah. wasn't, unfortunately. Um but yeah, yeah, I've not seen it since the cinema because it was <laughs> shit. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's that's a massive blast from the past. Um, nice. So, sounds that's what like I've been a... up to watching Lost in Space in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a not at all stressful time at all. Um, Brett, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, when was the last time we recorded? How long ago? How long ago uh, was it that we did the thing? Uh, at, at some point, had I, we... had, I, had I sliced my ah? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for those, those that can't see what's going on. Uh, there's there's a cat on screen. Well, on Al, uh, and Al was trying to ask a question, and the cat just decided to jump on top of the microphone. And the cat has turned on um, the uh, 
subtitle annotation things. Yeah, sorry. Had I sliced myself open on the last episode? Yeah, you did yeah, talk about cutting that's yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how long it's been. Yeah. So like sometime this now. year. Yeah. Hey. He's fine. He's fine. He's got plasters on. Uh right. So I think the the main uh, updates are what I've been doing. I've been having to deal with some uh end of the year, start of the year property tax financial bullshit nonsense for some reason everything landed at once i don't recall it being like that but somebody in the universe was like hey you know we start off 2024 we asked brett for a bunch of money he doesn't have and i was like thank you um beyond that which i feel that's just something typical for all of us where do these bills come from um i finished both workshop spaces so i've officially put them back together and as of Two days ago, uh, I actually started forging again in the forge using my coal forge, which I haven't used in a year. I've just had stuff stacked on top of it. Um, but the biggest issue is like getting all of this other life stuff done and then realizing that this is when the weather comes in, like rain and wind. The new shop is bone dry. Awesome. Well built. Good job, me. Old shop was so shit and falling apart <laughs> that... Putting it back together, now it is in proper working order, although it is smaller in both dimensions for overhang purposes and drainage. And then I've, you know, I've taken the stuff that was all in one slightly bigger shop and dispersed between the new one and the old space. (laughs) So it's really funny because the old shop or the forge is just, it's very cozy. Would not be able to host students or classes or anything <laughs> very small but quaint delightful and i've been working on a couple of commission projects which is awesome I'm, I'm super excited to have commission stuff coming in nice uh and then i'm trying to fill the uh the heats you know in between the heats just working on some different product ideas which i posted a couple of thoughts feelings and and ideas to my instagram patreon and it's going pretty well. I like what I came up with. I don't have it on me, but I, I really want to like show you guys the little piece. Maybe I'll get it while somebody's talking because I don't care about what you say. I might just run and get it because it's only 20 feet from me right now. <laughs> but it's cute. I'm so proud of myself for being able to like come up with a thing in my brain and then execute it. And yeah. although it took longer, like Al, we've had, I love this thing that you said recently on a podcast where it's like, how long does it take? Well, you've never made bone before. You have no idea. When you're talking <laughs> to the office manager or whatever. Yeah, can we get that done in a week? I have no idea. <laughs> so setting the goal to see if I could finish it yesterday. I didn't, but I got damn close. I was like, oh, I didn't think it would take that long. What am I talking about? I've never done this before. Fuck. So it's been good. I feel like I'm in a really good spot right now, albeit just the looming cloud of making sure I don't lose my shorts over missing bills or something yeah that's it pretty typical nice what about you esteban i uh well you've gained a workshop i've uh i've lost a workshop um mm. so i think i've talked about it on here before the fact that i was giving up um the other workshop just because i just wasn't using it. the one in the village i never got to use and yeah so uh beryl wanted the space back and we spoke 
before I went to the States and uh, basically said, do you mind if I just move everything to one side so she can use the space and then I'll sort it out when I get back. And um, long story short, uh, I kind of agreed with her that that was fine and it, it was all good. And then she changed her number. So, but she didn't realize, because she's, she's very old. She didn't realize that she changed her number. So every time I text her being like, hey, will I be able to come over uh, on Sunday and like move some stuff or can I do this? Or can I do like anytime I messaged her, she just didn't reply. And I was like, oh, she's just being old and for being forgetful sort of thing and not really thinking anything of it. Um, yeah, it turns out, no, she she uh, she changed her number. So wasn't getting any of my messages and then was getting annoyed about the fact that I hadn't been in contact about moving all the stuff. Uh, so I saw her and she kind of had a bit of a mini go at me. And then I was like, I've, look, here's all the messages I sent you. And, she, and it was so cute because she just went, oh, oh, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, well, we had a, a little bit of a laugh about that. But essentially, she then needed all the stuff out ASAP. So having uh, an entire quite large workshop and then having to condense it all down into stuff that would fit in the garage and knowing full well that my garage is essentially a pond with a cover over it, um, my house is now full of like either materials like wood that I don't really want to get soaking wet or anything that's got any kind of electricals in it um, or like nice hand tools, anything like that. So you can't see it, but the like there's my desk and there's a little semicircle and then there's just shit all behind me, which is why <laughs> this is still up because I can't even get to this to take it down um, because there's so much crap in the way. Uh, so I've... Um, yeah, I've been spending a bit of time, or every free bit of time I've had doing that. Yes. So that that sounds like just my house all the time, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but on, uh, let's say, Wednesday, mm. I had to tell my landlady that I was moving out. Yeah. Even notice. It was like, oh, shit, at some point she's going to then want to kind of come around the house and then also show prospective new tenants around the house. I'm like, how do I fucking get all... Do I just move it from one room to the other? Like, and and just say yeah. you can't go in that room? Like like Flanders' house? Like, that's the room yeah. with too much stuff? And then, and then next time they come around, it's all in a different room? It's like, how do I do it? And I've, I've become an expert at, like, sweeping stuff under the rug. Yeah, quite hit to me. Well, literally, I'm yeah. <laughs> but like, like the 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 ceiling is starting to crack because of the attic because there's so much stuff. <laughs> Sake, I feel so much better. See, that's the beauty of like this place is I've got all the like the underfloor storage. Ah, um, yes. Which I realized today, and I was like, right, because I was trying to figure out like, fuck, I need to get all this shit moved out of the way mm. relatively soon. Um, and was like, well, where can I put it all? fuck, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh, I've got all that that storage. Of course, access to all of that storage is currently blocked by all of the shit that all I need stuff. to put in yeah, there. Yeah. So yeah, I've got to kind of do that balancing act of like move everything to in the way so I can get to the thing so I can get that sorted so I can then get stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. This conversation, for those not watching on uh, YouTube, this conversation is happening as Steve sits in front of his Christmas tree, which is still up. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that's not complaining about there's no space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, because there's a, there's a bunch of stuff in front of that, so I can't even get to it to take it all down. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's been that. But also, uh, we, back in like the summer, we took on a lot 
took on a load of extra stuff um, that we were going to get done in January because we figured January would be really quiet and it's not been. We've been stupid busy. So we've got a bunch of extra stuff that we've had to do um, as, on top of everything else. And uh, I've been uh, like slowly exiting from the pub. So I told them that I didn't want to do any shifts in um in january so i was only working three days a week um and then said that i definitely don't want to do any in uh february so in february i'm just doing uh this friday and saturday and then just saturdays from now on which like doesn't sound like much but it will be so good not having to do those midweek uh shifts because it just it absolutely fucking ruined my week um but uh but yeah, so there's been a bunch of stuff going on with that. Uh, I have been needing to go see my doctor. And for the last, to be fair, ever since I've been at this new doctor, I've not been able to get an appointment with him. You cannot get an appointment by phoning them. You have to go through an online form. The online form doesn't really work. It sends you like in a circular loop. And also like part of the reason around wanting to go to the doctor is because of some issues that I have with stuff like that. And it, it just became an entire thing so i've uh managed to change doctors which i had to apply for three times because the first time they were like oh no we can't take you on you live in the yeovil i was like i i don't live in yeovil i live in west coast that's that mean? Like, why do they not like people from yeovil because i'm out of the catchment area nah, i'm like right. I'm, I'm not and also you take out of area patients anyway like why is this even an issue and uh, and they're like oh no sorry yes you are in the catchment area so yeah just reapply and we'll put you through again. I was like, oh, fuck six. All right. So I go through the thing, reapply. And um, and then a different receptionist emailed me and was like, oh, sorry, you're in Yeovil. You're not in our catchment. I was like, I'm fucking spoken to someone about this. Um, so yeah, uh, got that sorted. So I now actually, um, I have a doctor that I can book an appointment with. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been a fucking long, like January. I know everyone jokes that January has been like 4,000 years, but it, it has been a very long laborious month but um the next few months are super exciting we've got a bunch of really really cool stuff coming up um we're going to be at the british shooting show um so as part of that we've had a couple of um like gun like shotgun kind of uh youtubers or british shotgun youtubers um coming and hanging out for some stuff that we're gonna be doing for them um and yeah we've just got to get everything ready for that event um which you know, I'm I'm kind of excited about because uh, it's going to be the first time we've been uh, at an event properly like that. Um, so yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, what else? But I think that's it. That's all I've been up to. Um, I'm not sure I'm really qualified to uh, to go into our our shopic this week. Uh, so I might hand it over to someone that's more qualified. Which one of us? Nobody one more of you qualified here. <laughs> uh but yeah um well, Brett, i've you, got you... my i've got my um not a pedo certificate what's it called dbs hey yes that's, that's about my only qualification i've got yeah I, that, well, that, I... I, that i'm legally not a sex offender <laughs> <laughs> that's to be fair that's a pretty good qualification to it's have good, yeah it's a good yeah i um i don't think like in terms of actual qualifications i got I got through my AS bronze, levels. Bronze swimming certificate, silver swimming yeah. certificate. Um, no, I got. I got five years my... long service. <laughs> Ten years long service. 
Uh, all the Red Dwarf references. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I got like halfway through my AS levels, and that that's it. So I've got I've got AS levels in chemistry, biology, photography, and media studies, uh, and then dropped out when I was doing my actual full A levels because I decided that it would make more sense to go and work. So I've got no qualifications. I've just got experience. What's the difference, Brett? Yeah, Brett. A group of old people with old thoughts <laughs> signing off telling you you're somehow certified means fuck all. As far as I'm concerned. I don't know. The the difference is um it's a really good question, and all I can think of is really terrible answers. Just I've got good answer. people. Go for it, you do it then. So <laughs> just complaining. I'm thinking let's reframe qualifications. Right. So the traditional qualification is some governing body gives you a certificate, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my dad's watching it in the next room. I can hear it. <laughs> um sorry, Steve's texting about the egg chasing. Um so yeah, so so traditionally a qualification is some archaic governing body decides mm -hmm. that you have ticked a certain number of boxes and they give you a, a, a an A4 piece of paper designed on Microsoft Publisher with your name on it and someone's faux signature and it says you are a certified yeah. to do the thing that you spent an allocated amount of time doing, right? And that's everything, right? So from qualified electricians, right, to doctors and this is fucking astounds me right the amount of people i see who are doctors mm. who have just fucking imbeciles like it doesn't mean anything the fact that you are a doctor means nothing you could be a doctor and you could be a doctor in a lot of different things right yeah and it, it i'm assuming you mean doctors in general not like specifically medical doctors again yeah. asterisk i've i know a lot of medical doctors who are fucking <laughs> yeah liabilities right um and it just means that you did something for a certain amount of time i mean or, 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 or you you went through a checklist like going through a checklist is the most mundane arbitrary thing yeah imaginable but that but see, is what we, that is what we judge certification on and like have you have you have you read like someone i'm working for at the minute who shall remain nameless <laughs> is qualified to do a certain thing yeah but i have my doubts <laughs> i i <laughs> so i i think that this is quite an interesting because I, I like i know uh brett has spoken about it before like not being a fan of um of having to have a bit of paper to show that you can do a thing that you that you can obviously do and i get that and i get what you're talking about as well but also i do think there is there is value to it and there's value in both a very real practical sense and a um and a more kind of airy fairy sort of way so like the from the practical sense like uh someone that's got their welding certificates like any fucker can go out and buy a um a tig weld or a uh mig or arc welder. yeah like i i've got one i i got one I can weld, but fuck, I would not trust my welds on 
something that would like actually be dangerous like and i think that's where stuff like that comes in so i you know if i'm if i'm getting my car welded up like yeah i can do it but i want to take it to someone that's actually qualified and knows what they're doing and i'm not saying that everybody that's qualified is going to be great and that people that aren't qualified are all going to be awful but it gives you a certain level a it gives you a certain level of assurance and also insurance because generally if someone's um qualified and they're advertising themselves as um a certified welder then generally they you know they're going to have insurance um on those welds they're, they're welds right. insured um right. and i think that like that's where stuff like those certificates come in handy i think there is also a yeah uh, in, a, in a litigious nature not in a not in a whether or not it's actually going to work no i even that to that point like i you know i'm automatically going to assume that somebody's going to be a well sorry not automatically assume but like i'm i'm more willing to trust like if i've got two people that i've never met before that i don't know if one of them is a certified welder and one of them isn't and i need my car welding up i'm probably going to go to the certified welder because there is a like there is a base knowledge that that person has had to be able to pass base. a certain. I've got that in my head now. Uh, you know, there, there is there is a baseline level of um, competence that, that person has to get to be able to get that qualification. So it's like it, if I'm going on purely on whether or not they're certified, nothing else, no other data, no recommendations from friends or anything else. I'm going to go for the guy that's got the the qualification. Um, I am going to come back and talk about the more airy fairy one in a minute, but yeah, you guys, it's just go. a quick rebuttal. Yeah, um, I know where you're coming from, but I couldn't disagree more. Right? Look at every driver on the road in the UK. Yeah, they've all been certified, and someone has ticked the boxes and passed them, but none of them can fucking drive. But none of them, none of them know the reasons why they're doing things. Just because someone's done something they were told to do. Yeah, yeah. On record doesn't prove that they know why they're doing it or the or the, the consequences of the things they do. Yeah. I and I I do agree with that and I do agree that a qualification is not a guarantee of competence but it is a guarantee of absolute baseline. And I say that because you look at the amount of people that haven't passed their driving test and how those people drive. The people that, you know, go on fucking Britain's worst learner or whatever the fuck it's called where you know they've they've taken their test 46 times and still cannot drive like there has to be a base level of ability there even if they only managed to do it for that one hour of driving test like there's so 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 the the purpose of a the certification is to really lower the the barrier <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but you know what i mean like like there's i do agree that it's it's not a guarantee of quality but it's if you have nothing else to go go off and also it, it very much depends on no i'm not on about quality i'm not saying like oh yeah but that doesn't mean that they're you know they've not done their yeah. international license yeah. on gran turismo 2 on the playstation yeah. i don't mean that i mean it doesn't mean that you that you get it no no it means you can just, pass the test yeah and it might but, have been through chance it might have been through a lackadaisical instructor yeah. you know the, the the person who passed that welder you know how can they guarantee that every day that person's going to be paying attention and every day that oh, yeah. person's going to be yeah. on their game and you know it's it, it, yeah i think it. it's a it's a false sense of security i'm yeah and i i let's like say i do agree on that but 
if that is literally all you have to go off that is a um that that's it, it's something rather than nothing sort of thing i have um, trust issues yeah <laughs> really yeah. Also, like i think we all have issues around uh education and qualifications because we've we've been through shitty educational systems um and i think that that yes there is definitely a difference between being able to do a thing and being able to pass a test saying you can do a thing yeah um yeah. which be yeah. all people at school like all the yeah. academic people who yeah Take the boxes and did their re- did their um, revision yeah. and answered the questions and passed the test. It's like, yeah, but they, they, didn't, they don't know what they're on about. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I know, the ability to regurgitate. Yeah, I know. Which is a skill in it. Loads of really dumb, smart people. Yeah, like, but I think with with stuff like that, like I say, it, it's just that um, it's that baseline, and also. Yes, there are always going to be some like people that slip through the cracks. Some people that get through on, like, say, a you know, they the tester was having a bad day, or they were really lucky with something or whatever, and they passed when they shouldn't have passed. But generally, like stuff like like welding, for example, I, I don't know why we're sticking with welding, but that's that's the one. Um, like, you have to be able to weld to a pretty high standard consistently to be able to get that qualification. It's not like you can just go, I've stuck two bits of metal together. Like that's, that's what I mean is there is a certain level of competence that you have to have to be able to get that. Same as like driving. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a very good or very attentive driver, but it does mean that you at least, um, can drive in, even if it is only in ideal conditions with no one else on the road sort of thing. Right. We get seen the Tesla truck stuff. It's like, you have to wash it every time yeah. it goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> you waited this long to get this. You've been quali- pre-qualified for your Tesla truck. Now wash it with a diaper and <laughs> something. Um, Wait. Yep. So I actually had a point to make on this. And you guys know that I'm a big fan. Sorry, Steve. Are you done with the airy fairy stuff? Did we talk uh, about no, that? No, I'll come back to that in a sec. Son of a bitch. All right. I'll try and keep this brief. But. We're all video gamey nerds and things, and I like dumbing things down for analogy's sake. But I was recently talking about this with a buddy of mine because I think I've mentioned it. I've been playing Sea of Thieves every now and then, pirate game, super yeah. fun. It's a effectively a first person shooter, and we were having a talk because there is PvP aspects in the game, right? There are other pirates on the world. Sometimes they want to loot you or fight you or whatever. I think because I've been playing video games for so long, something about that feels really comfortable. And I'm not really intimidated, right? Sometimes you lose a fight. They're better. They they do a better job shooting or sorting you. Um, but we were having discussions because we have other friends that play the game that have joined in and they're really uncomfortable and they go into full anxiety mode <laughs> if any other players show up. And it was a discussion about they know the game. Well, my sword was supposed to do this sort of like the cannon on the ship was supposed to do this. And I'm like, you read notes on the game and then you watched YouTube videos of people playing in the game and doing explorations because there's tutorials everywhere of like how to shoot a cannon properly and whatever. And then there's, it's, it's knowing the data that's in the game and then playing the game and learning the game or being good at the game. So this, this to me 
over the last few years of watching people that it's like, oh, you learned how to use a chop saw or an angle grinder in such a way. Well, then watch Steve sharpen a knife to to damn near shave sharp on an angle grinder stuck in a bench vise. That's not in the instructions. And yes, you could be like, oh, well, that's because it's unsafe or no one should ever do that. I'm like, no, 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 no. When it comes to learned this this learned aspect of what we do we don't have certifications really in place to just say can you make shit and can you make yeah. it fit for purpose it's either you have to be a certified welder or you have to be certified in the blacksmithing stuff that came up recently for me i got emails of like would you like your certification and it was a lot of money to do these things and I would love to know that I could walk out and go, yes, I have proven that I can make a nose hook or whatever the things were on their qualifications list. But the video game stuff recently really solidified it for me. I was like, oh, you're you're playing by the rules of the game or you've learned the the physics within the game. You've you've done the research and technically you can say, I I'm pretty good at this game. No, you you're pretty good at knowing the thing in the game i'm better than you at the game which it's just a video game it doesn't matter but <laughs> i've beat i've beat everybody <laughs> that i've gone up against and i haven't been playing for that long and that feels awesome because the big aspect is like we have to be really good to like take down other players and ships and stuff i'm like yeah or you can grab there's powder cakes in the game you can grab a powder keg and sneakily swim it over to their ship and blow it up. And then you instantly win. There is no fight. It's like, well, I didn't know you could do that. Exactly. Because you didn't read it. It wasn't on the list. Sorry, my dumb no, fire game analogy. Great points. Great points. I think the, the, the point about the sharpening is a beautifully eloquent thing that transcends all of this conversation. Because you can read instructions on how to sharpen a knife. But you, it, until you feel it and you understand, mm. it means nothing. Yeah. Mm. And the danger of the other point you made about um, someone watching it on YouTube, right? I love YouTube. I love social media. I love the fact that we've all got access to information and people. Yeah. But the amount of fucking ball ache I have in my life right now because somebody said, I've seen someone do this. Yeah. Or this bloke did it like this. Mm -hmm. it's like, no, 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 no. You watched someone say that they did it like that <laughs> or you saw some arbitrary evidence of someone who said that they did it in a certain way mm. that doesn't prove that that's how they did it and it doesn't prove that that's how you should do it and it certainly doesn't prove that i should do it if you're if you want me to do something for you yeah mm. so this whole like um finding authority in places is is now an absolute minefield because you know the the, the sea of thieves things it's like all oh, the manual says this it's like it does yeah but even the guys who made the game didn't necessarily know that this would be the best way to play it yeah. look at every speed run of every game ever yeah it's like it, it's the people yeah, that yeah. put in the graft that know how to do it yeah. right but i think that that comes with experience um and that that might be experience in the one specific thing or it might be experience in you know for Brett's example, you know, if you play a bunch of other FPSs, then you're going to go, okay, well, I, I use this other tactic in this game, so I'm going to apply it to this game, That's which it, is yeah. you know, it, it's a really good way of, of doing it, and it's a good good analogy. But 
I think um, like that's not uh, that's not the 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 be all and end all. Like you, I think one of the, the problems I have is when people say experience, a lot of time they think, oh, so you've been doing this for a long time, and yeah, yeah. doing something for a long time is not experience because you can do something you can do something for twenty years, but if you're doing it wrong for twenty years and you're doing it the same way for twenty years then you know that doesn't necessarily mean that you're any good it's just you know, you've done the thing and you found a way that works for you which might be fine but you take you out of that one very specific scenario you might not be able to do anything with it so i think experience is is valuable but uh time served and experience are not the same thing um sorry yeah you go on. no I, I totally agree with you for me experience is about gravitas not time served yeah. So, like, I've got cuts on my hands, right? That for me is experience. I did something; it had a huge impact on me, and I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've skidded down a, an icy road, and I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. It's not because I've been driving for twenty years down icy roads. No, I did it once. And I learned what happened, and I'm never going to fucking do it, you know. So it's yeah, like the, it, it's it's the the weight of the thing that happens, yeah. That that I think is way more important about experience than I've been doing this. I've been yeah. doing, I remember some fucking cowboy came to my house, did the kitchen right, and he was absolutely useless. He just lying about everything, didn't know what he was doing, getting all the like fix wrong and stuff, and then. It, it, basically, the shit hit the fan, and, my, and the mm. landlord came round, and and the guy went, "I've been doing this for five years," and I was like, "My fucking boxer shorts are older than that." <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah. "He was like, you know, he was like a boomer," and he's like, "I've been, yeah. you know, expecting him to say like I've been doing this for forty years, like I've been doing this for five years, like I've yeah. been living here longer than in this kitchen longer than that." Get yeah. Out. So yeah. yeah, time means nothing. It's about did you get it? Did you understand what happened and why? Yeah, and I I also think like understanding what happened and why I think is a huge part of it. But I also think that you get like, and this is a very fucking common thing. I'm not fucking saying anything that's I can't think of the word that's new or like whatever. But like doing it wrong gets way more experience than doing it right. Yeah, you, know, you fuck up, you you're gonna not fuck up in that way again. Well, yeah, I mean you might, but yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, you think you figure shit out, and I think um, again that that comes into the whole like doing something for a certain length of time does not necessarily mean that you um, are good at it. It just means that you've done it for a, a length of time. Um, right. You can have someone that's done the same thing for half the time that's got four times the experience because they've they've experienced more. Um, variables that's the word i was looking for um so yeah you, you know it, it for me um experience is being able to um still achieve the same result with uh variances having to do it in exactly the same way is not experience it's just it, it's again it's that that same thing of being able to pass an exam because you're able to regurgitate information um it's not about thinking it's about remembering that thing um but i think like with um with this sort of thing, like going back to what we were saying earlier with the, the qualifications, I think it also, it's dependent on what the qualification is. Um, so again, with like the welding one, like you have to be able to pass certain tests to be able to, 
to get your credit 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 to get your certificate. Yeah. No, 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 nobody's going to die if if you're not grade four on the piano. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, so you've got to be able to, to. Well, unless you're Hannibal Lecter. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, you, there's and there is there's some qualifications that are really worth um, their time and money. There is a there is a bunch of qualifications that I have from my IT days that I literally just clicked through didn't watch any of the actual tutorials and just went on to the multiple choice at the end and just guessed it because I didn't fucking care. And I got full marks. So I'm accredited in this, that, and the other, but it doesn't mean I actually know what I'm doing. It just means that I, I was able to pass the fucking arbitrary multi-choice test. Like, so I think it's, this is what I mean is I don't like to write off all um, accreditation and all certificates, but, I also am very aware that there are some very shady, shitty ones out there. But that does kind of go back to the the thing that I, the earlier point I wanted to make about the airy fairy stuff, which is sometimes those qualifications themselves, they might not be worth the paper they're written on in terms of um, actual proof that someone's done something. But it's, it's the way that something's displayed. It's what that, um, that accreditation gives off. So... Mm-hmm. The the reason I say that is I went into um, our local um, water jet cutters to pick up some bits um, that had been cut out. And as I was waiting in the reception area, they had a bunch of like certificates and things on the wall of like, you know, we've achieved this, we've done that, we're a living wage employer, we're this, we're that. And there were a few that stood out to me, one of them being the fact that they're a living wage employer, which it's one of those things that it shouldn't that's be like sim- saying i'm not a rapist i'm not yeah. a rapist <laughs> it, well, right that, good that's the thing yeah. is it's, it's one of those where it shouldn't be something to shout about but in the fucking world we live in at the moment it, it is because you look at fucking um uh ah oh, the fuck their names uh brew dog like there are fucking you could have just said any company, Steve. Well, yeah, but <laughs> no, Brewdog have been in the news recently because they've just reverted from being living wage. They've just said we're not going to pay new employees a living wage um, because they they can't afford it. I mean, I don't like Brewdog anyway; they're a shitty company. But you know that the norm is not to be paying a living wage. That's the sad truth. So the fact that they are paying it and that they, you know, it is something to shout about. One of the other things that they also put up is that several of their um, management team uh, were, fuck, I can't remember the ne- the exact wording of it, but basically three or four of their management team had been on uh, mental health in the workplace courses, which whilst I'm sure those, um, the actual courses they did, are probably a bunch of shit and it's probably just box ticking but the fact that they then wanted to display that in their reception area for a bunch of people that come in that generally are going to be kind of blokey blokes um that are going to look at that and go oh it's fucking crybabies and shit and act all fucking dickish about it i think it's really fucking good because it means that it's it's showing a willingness to buck that trend and to kind of change some ideas and to say actually we recognize that mental health is actually important and we want to advertise the fact that we give a shit about our employees like so whilst the qualification itself might not mean jack shit the intent behind it i think is the important thing does that make sense yeah and and you you hit on something interesting there because and again i'm not condoning this particular employee employer um 
but over the last sort of five ten years the the armed forces in the uk mm. have shifted their target audience um because basically nobody's signing up anymore yeah um and redefined what the qualifications are to be a good member of the forces and you know now they're focusing on things like emotional intelligence yeah you know basically are you good at manipulating people <laughs> you know do yeah. you understand how people's minds work because the ability to kill someone on the battlefield now is arbitrary you just send a drone yeah but but the ability to, to control people's hearts and minds is you know invaluable so now the qualifications are more about emotional intelligence and they're not necessarily quantifiable so it's yeah. not like oh have you got a b in maths yeah you know which which is it, like those like fuck just put your mind back to when you were 18 and apparently that was what is was important you yeah. know have you got a letter in a subject yeah <laughs> like, it gives a, like i wish i could tell every child that it never ever ever comes up no no one's ever asked to see my certificates no no, one, no one's ever. ever checked you can put whatever the, you can put that you got a's across the board no one's yeah. gonna fucking check i don't i don't think anyone ever, ever you know ever any in any subject in any field has ever asked to see anyone's certificates it's like unless you're like you know uh, i'm come to serve a warrant for your arrest it's like yeah. well, can i see you can i yeah. see your badge <laughs> yeah. yeah fair enough like then i want to see your certificate um but the, yeah redefining the qualifications and and then being less rigid and more about um principles yeah i think is a really valuable thing so like you're saying steve like someone saying we are learning about mental health for the benefit of our employees they're lying by the way but you know at least they're pretending to lie yeah you know and and, and yeah putting it out there for people to see so hopefully there's a knock-on effect um get away from that sort of lad culture but yeah yeah I, interesting thing about sort of reframing qualifications you know yeah. do you need the welders guild of america certification gold level or is there another way of measuring it yeah, yeah. i mean i mean steve <clears throat> steve you've met jd right yeah he's not certified in anything no and he's he's the first person to tell you and he teaches courses and stuff like that and the dude can weld yeah yeah anything to anything and they're well done <laughs> well done well done. yeah didn't even think about that he does a great job you know he has work people know him as a high quality welder but he'll be the first one to tell you that he never did it yeah. and that blew my mind when i found that out about him because watching him work he was helping jimmy with the barn when i was there i was like oh my god this guy is a rock star yeah and he's like no i'm just i'm good i hate that paperwork yeah and that's like that's that's a big part of it as well like at the end of the day it, it is just paperwork but it's it, it's one of those things where like i say there, there are always 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 going to be exceptions to the rule there's always going to be someone that's that's qualified that shouldn't be and someone that's not qualified that is better than fucking 99 of the qualified people like that's 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 never going to change and that's for pretty much fucking every kind of qualification there is out there um and I don't think that you should be, unfortunately, with things like qualifications, you have to kind of take the the average rather than the the peaks and troughs. Um, and I think it's <laughs> qualifications and things like that. They are an S. I mean, it's like with the fucking uh, the uh, knife making qualifications, the 
J- JBS or whatever the fuck it is, the American uh, AB- ABS, American Blade Society, um, right. Bladesmithing Society. Sorry, um, like for that, yes, you have to pass a, a couple of tests to do this, that, and the other. The the actual um, the way that it's done, like it's it's quite easy to cheat that system, like, and it's not. Um, it it's it's very opinion based as well um and yes it it is a good thing to have on your website if you're selling knives for someone that doesn't know you doesn't know your reputation to be able to say that oh yeah i'm a um abs master smith like it just looks good it gives people a sense of security to it that doesn't mean that their knives are going to be any better than the guy down the street that's been doing it for you know 20 years and actually is just knows just because they fucked up so many times that actually they know what works, what doesn't like it's, it's not a be all and end all. Um, and there's no clear, like, Oh yes, you must have qualifications for everything or qualifications don't matter. It's so fucking dependent on the individual, the situation and the, the type of qualification as well. I mean, it's like going back to the, the school thing, like, um, my GCSEs and my A-levels, they only mattered for the first couple of jobs I got. And it was literally just to prove that I'd got I'd got through my uh, GCSEs and A-levels and that I wasn't a complete fucking idiot sort of thing. Like, to the point where I think on my first ever job application, I put, like, what I got in each subject. After that, like, from my second job onwards, it was literally just eight nine gcses at grade c or above that was it right I, and because there was no point in going into the the minutiae of it because it didn't matter it was literally just it, but where it, do you draw the line but like that's the thing is like so many and, degrees, and i answered this really hard question that was about yeah. trigonometry it's like with most degrees it's just about proving that you are able to study something for four able years to get in debt yeah like you, but it's you. Are you willing and able to be in lots of debt and spend time doing something? That's such a cynic. Um, but yeah, to to a certain extent, yeah. It's are you are you willing and able to commit to doing to some something for a long period of time? That's it, and that's like for a lot of people and a lot of employers, that's what they're looking for. I don't think that really applies to most of our listeners because uh, that's not why they're listening to this podcast. But I think. Again, like like I say, I don't I don't find those um, those qualifications particularly relevant unless it's you're doing something in that field. So you know, if you if you want to be a medical doctor, then yes, I would much rather have a medical doctor that was <laughs> that got really good grades in all of their medical. Schools. I've seen I've seen every movie from the nineties. If you're injured and you're on the run, you what you need is a vet. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And also, I've a seen drunk Anaconda. Vet. I've seen Anaconda enough times that I could pretty confidently do a trach tube on somebody. Yeah. John Boyd can do it. I can do it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, I think, like I say, from, from, oh, sorry, go on, Brett. Uh, is it, you're kind of dancing around it and you mentioned it earlier, but I think a lot of this has to do with what is, what is the particular work that you're aiming for? Because if you want to be, we keep talking about welding. If you want to be certified in welding, you would be doing a level of work that they would need insurances in place. And it's, it is a certain degree of 
checks and balances just because that's how the clients work. They they need yeah. you on the books. They need to be able to say for their insurance purposes that they hired a certified person and not yeah. the guy down the block. Because yeah. if something does go wrong, they will lose out on that. And if you are certified, there's protections in place because you play, you pay insurance, they pay insurance and like insurance stuff covers. So I think this is about recognizing like, who are you making the things for? Who are you working with? Who are your client base? Are you aiming for those jobs? Cause commercial jobs can pay well, but it usually takes a little bit more prep work to get your ducks in a row and have certifications and things like that. Proper tooling, right? Yeah. Not doing anything that's OSHA unsafe. Even though we all joke that we see the things online about people being extremely unsafe in an OSHA certified workplace, for the most part, as you've stated multiple times, Steve, it's like a barrier for entry. We yeah. know that if these things are in place, we've at least got insurances and guarantees to cover if somebody blows up the facility or runs, in my case, in the past, it was runs a forklift into a pole that had electricity running through it. And shut down the entire grid. Yeah. That guy didn't get fired. He got laughed at quite a bit because he's forklift <laughs> certified and he's been doing it for 30 years. So we all had a good laugh. But he didn't get fired and we were back at work the next day. Yeah. But then, like, you, that's the thing is you got you got that guy that's forklift certified. I guarantee Chris Cash does not have forklift certification. But he's I've got seen... forklift certification. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But I have seen him do some fucking incredible things with that dodgy ass forklift of his, and so yeah, like you said, like I, I don't think that not having a qualification means that you're not Hold on. able to do a thing, um, that you're not able to do a thing. But I, th I think having that um, that qualification in whatever, it's a. For the layperson, especially, it's a really good uh, indication that you at least have some idea of what you're doing. Um, and yeah, it, it depends on what it is. And, and also, like, you know, for for if you're going out and you want to to get someone out, you want to get someone else in to do something like um, like the gas safe stuff in the UK. Like, if I'm if I need a new boiler fitting, I'm probably going to go with a a gas safe plumber rather than just some guy that turns up in a white van with no fucking anything on it but then a white van it's a black vitara <laughs> but then the other thing is is those gas safe things like nobody actually checks like you could definitely just put gas safe accredited on your van and no one's gonna like ring up the fucking gas safe board and check but it's yeah it's it's just a comfort blanket for most people um which i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with um kind of buying into that and in whatever way that is but at the same time i don't think that um i think i think everyone should be a little bit al and a little bit skeptical which is why like we have things like reviews and word of mouth and the plethora of other ways that you can check up on someone's work so the the, the challenge i've got with this right is the the purpose of the certification right it's 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 to make something certain. Yeah. Right? It's like you said, it's a guarantee. Yeah. But that is not taking anything into account. 
that's not taking the human condition into account. That's not no. taking someone's having a bad day. Someone, yeah. you know, that's not taking imperfections in the welding rod. I don't know why we're yeah. about fucking welding all the time, right? Um, fissures in the steel, you know, it's it, yeah. it's not a guarantee at all. The certification is not a certification. Is absolutely not a certification. It's a bit of fucking paper. There is no way that someone having passed their grade two food license is not going to give you food poisoning. Mm. You know, it's 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 a it's a rough ballpark. Yeah, to get people to understand, but it's it's absolutely not a certification. And I think there's there's other like. It's always resonated with me when Jimmy talk about taking on work and the first thing you do is just go and have a fucking drink with them, have a cup of coffee with them, sit in a cafe. Yeah. And his gut feel from that that interaction was worth more than any, you know, recommendations or previous advice or, you know, anything like that. It's like, no, I, I kind of know what's going to happen if we, if we continue yeah. this relationship. Just based on this, because and and I guess that comes back to experience, and that's a different conversation. Yeah. But I, it's not about being cynical, dude. Like I get it, I know why there's a driving test, but I, it is just it just unfortunately there is you cannot guarantee it. No, 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 it's uh, not, not a no. And but, that, um, but that's that's the purpose of it. That's that's the it's it's it, it's to not certify. It's to make it certain. Yeah, to make it, it it's hundred percent, and it doesn't. It's to certify that. At, during test conditions, this person was able to do. Yeah, if this you thing. were if you were a machine. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that 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 means that they're always going to be able to do it because, like I say, everyone has bad days and all of that. But it means that this person was able to do this thing at this point under these conditions. Whereas not having that qualification means that there is no guarantee that that person has been able to do that. They're like. I know a lot of fucking charming people like that could come up and that could make you feel super confident about them being able to do a thing that they have never fucking done in their life. Like that's that's how fucking con men work. Like and don't get me wrong, like a con man is quite easily going to be able to go, oh yeah, I've, I'm certified. But like if we go into fucking extremes, like you know, it, if if someone has that certification, it means that they at some point have done the thing. If they don't have that qualification then there is no guarantee that they've ever done that thing like again with the welding thing there's no guarantee they've ever even fucking welded anything there's no guarantee they've even turned on their mig welder let alone have welded up a bit of pipe sort of thing like it's again like like brett said it, it is a base level it's a bar to entry it is bare minimum this has been achieved that's all it is. So I'll wrap it up. But I, I, I think my problem is not with the principles of of a certification. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with you on that. I think the challenge I've got is with the people giving them out. Yeah. So who is the authority? You know, who 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 is this body to decide? It's like design industry awards. Brought to you by the design industry, yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's just self perpetuating. It's yeah. just you know, I mean, or, or or housing estates being built, um, that are all certified by the fucking company building the housing yeah. estate. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised they certified them because they're you know it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's not an external independent body. No, and so it, it, my, my biggest my biggest bugbear is like 
where is God? In yeah. inverted commas in this situation where is the yeah. omni omnipotent omnipresent body that can rightfully say yeah you're good enough to weld that pipe <laughs> yeah and and i 100 agree because like one of the reasons why i've had i've no interest in going for any kind of uh qualifications here in the uk with regards to the blacksmithing stuff is because so much of it is very fucking incestuous it's there's like four different guilds uh in this like in the southwest or sorry in the south that can give you nationally recognized certification that's absolute bullshit it's just and with, with them again you just have to basically send them some photos of your work and be like i've done this and they go yeah right that's good enough like or some of them you have to go in and actually do like test condition tests but it's all bullshit and it's all it is literally just a case of like Ah, well, you worked for so and so, so yeah, you're all right. That's that's the kind of thing. Like, and and there is a lot of that sort of stuff that goes on in with those kind of uh, qualifications. And like you said, there's so many opportunities for people to fucking bribe their way through passing a test, or you know, for the the examiner to just been having a bad day, or to need to fill a quote or or whatever. So, yes, there are a lot of um, those examining bodies that aren't great um and that do need kind of investigation in um but again like i say this is this it all comes down to what uh we were saying earlier which is the fact that you know you each one is going to be a separate case and each one has to be dealt with in a separate and distinct way um but i think the kind of the crux of it is fortunately if you're whether you're going out and looking for work or whether you're looking for someone to do something for you we no longer have to rely on just whether or not someone's qualified. We can we can use word of mouth. We can use our social media presence, which again, you know, all of this is all easily able to be manipulated. So you just have to kind of use a little bit of common sense, a little bit of fucking yeah, and yeah, yeah and just yeah. just just figure out whether or not that person is spiffing. Uh, in which case, Al, have you got an order? Yeah, it's uh, Sab. Sab, uh, which means I'm going to go first. Uh, I've actually got two spiffs. Oh. Uh, one of whom has been spiffed before, I think by me as well. Um, but the first one is Daniel Battle, B A T A L, Battle, Battle. Batal. Anyway, um, uh, he's a videographer, editor um, that has a whole series on uh, working with DaVinci Resolve. And it's kind of DaVinci Resolve for dummies um, because uh, I forgot to mention this in the stuff that we've been up to, but part of the stuff that we've been doing is actually filming and editing some videos for Thornwood. Um, so we've got a couple of videos or a video that's being edited that will be coming out before the shooting show. Um, and because it was all filmed on the black magic, I'm editing it in DaVinci Resolve and that the, the learning curve on DaVinci Resolve is steep. Um, and with Daniel's videos, it's been super helpful because it's, there is no assumed knowledge at all. It is here is the button. This is what it looks like. This is what it does. Whereas a lot of the videos are like, you go, how do I do this thing? And there's no, 
It's just like, oh, you you click the the Doomerfrad button. What the, <laughs> where the, what, the, what the fuck is that? Um, so yeah, it, it's uh, a really good one for if you're using or if you want to use DaVinci Resolve. Um, he's got a bunch of like one minute long shorts as well that are like here's how you do this and here's how you do that as well as like longer format like going through like start to finish here's how to do this in a video or here's how to do that in a video um and yeah just really good informative videos um the other one uh which again is kind of video based is uh peter mckinnon um and yeah peter's got like fucking six million seven million followers or something stupid like that now um so like i'm sure most of you already know who he is uh but i i've i've not had the best like couple of months um and some of his videos recently have really really resonated with me um and actually been super inspiring um some of his uh, more recent videos um and i think it's kind of had a big impact on where i see my videos that i'm going to be making this year kind of going how i'm going to film them how i'm going to present them um and all of that and uh and yeah just like it I've, that none of those were words um but like a lot of his videos especially like beginning of the year ones and end of the year ones they've just been super inspiring for just getting back out there getting like for me getting getting photos again um but just for getting out and doing stuff and doing what makes you passionate um I think with Peter's stuff is you don't have to be a photography nerd to find it inspiring. It can be whatever you're doing. He's just the way he presents himself and the way he presents his passion um, is, is inspiring. So like by, by sharing that passion and putting it forward, he's kind of um, allows others to be passionate about what they want to do and be excited about what they want to do. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, so yeah, the last few videos that Pete's put out, just go give them a watch. Or if you want to do Da Vinci, go and check out Daniel. Um, so yeah, Is that's it. Basically, a respiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I've definitely spiffed Pete before. I think Brett spiffed him first, but like years ago. Um, Been quite yeah. some time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, I've got the order. Sabah, Sabah, Saba. Is it Saba? Mr. Loverman. Shabba. Uh, Shabba. I think that means you're next, Brett. No, it was me. What? I, get, oh. I put Brett last because he said he was looking Where's for it? someone. Oh, is it sad? It was just the way he was just like, she, sorry. He was just like, I'm ignoring you. Go on then. Uh, um, yes, yes. So I've uh, this is an Instagram account. Um, you may have seen it, you may not have. It, it's called Zane Little Music, all one word: Z A N E. Zane Little Music. Um, I'm not interested in his music. I've no idea who he is, but he makes these little animations on a Nintendo DS, and they're awesome. <laughs> I think it's um, is it called Flip Notes? There's like an app on the DS called Flip Notes. That you can record stuff and make little little doodles, little sketches. <laughs> but he makes these, and they're just yeah, they're really basic, like really stick man animations. But they're really visceral, and he does all the audio, and he like he records all the audio for them. They're brilliant. He's only just started doing it, yeah, um, like maybe a month or two ago. Um, 
like before that he used to make music and now he just makes these little shitty animations <laughs> on a 20 year old games console um but it's fucking brilliant and check it out nice yeah that looks like talk fun. about not being limited by your tool yeah. set yeah it's great but, but he also um he like shows like behind the scenes of how he like records the audio on this little Nintendo DS and he's like and then I'd record the audio clip and then replay it back and then speed it up and it's just really like naive <laughs> oh my and God. innocent brilliant fantastic but the the animations are horrific and quite yeah. quite graphic so good amazing yeah some of these look fucking brilliant um yeah they don't go back very far do they the exotic food salesman. Anyway, uh, Brett, yes, you are next. Right. I'm just going to do a heads up uh, for February when, whenever this comes out. The things I'm looking forward to in February that I would like to spiff are I am quite looking forward to Dune 2 because it yeah. got pushed back. And visually, I still think that movie, the first movie was very amazing. If you've read the book, I have no idea how much they're going to adhere to the story I of imagine. Dune. It gets real spicy and weird, <laughs> like stuff that is not culturally or socially appropriate. A lot of that happens where this movie would technically take place. So interested to see what they do with that, uh, with like Hollywood sweethearts, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. But that I'm looking forward to Avatar on netflix uh going back to what we were talking about during the podcast it's like proper just hey, for I'm record, a director proper, proper, it means proper avatar yeah avatar the last airbender if it's if it's uh you know i'm a professional director i'll take your show and make it a movie <laughs> oh my god please don't <laughs> um hopefully this one will be better than the last live action that we got there's a lot of I mean, good vibes I mean, no, it's a bar for entry set very low on certification. So we're going to find out uh, relatively soon. Uh, I think it's closer to the end of the month. But you have Avatar and Dune and then Skull and Bones. If you're looking for more of like an Assassin's creed type pirate game, it is very much like Black Flag. Uh, it's going to be a good month, I think, for just media. So as we're coming out of winter time and the cold months and stuff if you need to keep yourself maybe a little bit entertained and there's some things to look forward to in the very very near future nice um speaking of uh things that brett has recommended i finally got to watch uh two out of the however many episodes of uh blue-eyed samurai so far um and then, like it's been like weeks apart. Like that's where my free time's been at at the moment. So I get like one episode in every okay, okay. Three, three or four weeks. But oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, did you see the blacksmithing scenes? I can't remember where yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's been, it's been they a few show sweeping scale off, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why so much detail? I love it. Can and, I like, add? Can I also add? Um, uh, Suicide Squad game to Brett's list. So oh, the, that from, does look fun. From that the studio fun. that brought us uh, Arkham Asylum and Ooh. Arkham City, Rocksteady of making uh, a new game, uh, Suicide Squad, it looks awesome. Gosh. Uh, yes. Um, to keep us distracted during February. Yes. Uh, 
Right. Uh, we've got a few emails, so I'm going to do oh, God. them uh, and then go into A or B. Uh, so first email from Dr. Morty. It's a podcast, at least some might say, focused on tools in a roundabout way from Steve Allen Brett, released without fret, because somewhere it's still Wednesday. Ah, see, a little, little limerick. Uh, and then from Alan, uh, an elderly man called Keith mislaid his full set of teeth. They'd been laid on a chair. He'd forgot they were there, sat down and was bitten beneath. Um, and then uh, an oblig- obligatory joke from, uh, from Caro saying, a dile- dyslexic man walks into a bra. Yeah, uh, and that was I've, 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 I've got a joke, and that was after her uh, suggestion of that we should do a Patreon giveaway of Al's leftover scraps. Um, I'm assuming Ooh, yeah. she means food scraps, not no, like... as in like all the shit in my house that I need to get rid of. Yeah, well, yeah. that too, to be fair. Uh, you've got um, a joke. Yeah, so uh, a priest, uh, uh, a pastor, and a, and a rabbit walk into a, a, a blood clinic. Um, and... I know this joke. <laughs> I think I'm typo. Spider uh, alert. <laughs> thanks for ruining the punchline, Steve. Let him get it out. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he was already laughing too much. He Ruined wasn't going to get that. Um, is there any other business? Uh, there was, but I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, no. Um, so the the um, the make a central stuff, <laughs> the Tyson Fury versus Ursic fight, right? Yeah. That now has been postponed because he's cut himself or something. They did what? some weird promo, um, like Sky Sports kind of promo thing where they yeah. made it like a Western movie. Yeah. And I don't know what the budget was, but it's pretty cool. It's. <laughs> So fucking odd as well. They've got like actors in to like do voiceovers and stuff, and like the fighters are both like acting in the scene. Yeah. It's really weird, but I acting. just I love sh- I, yeah I I just love you, shit like that. Yeah. If you see the, the Paramount but, Plus preview, I think that's it. Isn't that not it? With oh Drew no, Barry yeah, no, it's, it, no, it's it's really similar. So so in this in this in this promo, like it turns to animation. It's like a Western. They've got all mixed media and shit in there. Um, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Let's see it. Watch it. Yeah. Nice. It's not, yeah. it's, it's lower budget than the Paramount one. Okay. That one just blew my mind. <laughs> having Patrick Stewart throwing Arnold from Hey Arnold <laughs> and like Creed is in the background. And yep. yeah, whoever came up with that. I don't. I don't know how you present that to a board of people. It must be certified. Yeah, that that pitch meeting must have been interesting. Um, cool. Uh, did you was there a make a central thing that any of us needed to? No. Okay. Um, yeah. In which case, uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at hello at fwtpodcast.com. If you want to get in touch with us, then. You can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. There we go. Um, yeah, it's sometimes good to just go with a classic. Um, and if, if, you, if you want to find us as a group, what's that from? I'm certified. Oh, it's from The Goon. Uh, it's when he's got the Highlander doll. Uh, if you want to find us, I'm a limo driver. 
um yeah if you want to find us as a group then we are fools with tools in places uh so that's it until... i'll wrap it up i'm dying for a piss come on until i'm fucking i was there i was nearly fucking there Brett then you well. just distracted me so just, just let me get there uh yeah that's it so until next time we love you we'll see you later goodbye Bye. Bye.